Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow the conversation with John, Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guaranteed we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah, Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. All right, welcome for, I don't know how, to, is that, do I sound too aggressive? Welcome to another episode of Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. No, it's my name is Armando. Like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll be I'll be a little calmer. My name is Armando. You can follow me at Thundercrespo. Follow us at Eat Sleep FF. And with me, as always, for our Monday episode recap is Clayton Kadu. What's Kadu? up, Kadu? Kadu. And where can we find you, Clayton? Uh, find me on Twitter at Kadu Clayton. That's at C A D I E U X Clayton. That's right. Okay. Cool. So we. This is a really long episode because we recap every game of the week. We don't have any buys. I guess we have one or what, two, two four buys. teams around by. Yeah, there isn't a lot of buys. So it's going to be a long episode. So we're just going to go ahead and kick it off right away with the Bears and the Vikings. Um, so I guess the biggest news of this game is Kirk Cousins sucks. Um, <laughs> should he be a starting quarterback in the NFL, Clayton? He did throw the ball for 36 times at least. That's... Uh... You know, that's what kind of what you want to see. The, he's only been thrown for like, what, like 10, 15 prior to, prior to this game. Yeah. He isn't very good, though. Like he can't – like 27 of 36 is not very good, especially you're not throwing any touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. Um, and I guess the other guy we should really talk about is Adam Thielen. I mean, you know, Dalvin Cook looked great. Adam Thielen was like two for 16. Not good at all. Um, are you panicking right now on the Vikings? I know Diggs did well finally, but overall, like Thielen is just not was not there today. I know it's the Bears and all, but still, I'm wondering if the the Diggs game was just uh, basically Cousins forcing him the ball because there was word that he did ask for a trade, I believe. So oh. yeah, I mean he, he's been unhappy, and I think he's made it very clear. So maybe that's just uh, like, hey, what about me? You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm yeah, obviously though that. that was. I mean, he was targeted seven. He caught all seven of his targets, so for over a hundred yards. And I don't know. I I was more concerned with with Diggs. I mean, a lot of yeah. people asked me who they should start, and I said Bencham. Yeah, but that's just because that's how the production has been all week. But I this passing game does concern me with with Cousins behind there though. Yeah, it's been rough. I mean, they're two and two. They're still in the playoff on whatever, but yeah, they're not looking good. Um, on the Bears side, uh, Mitch Trubisky was seen in a sling. He went down after a big hit. Chase Daniels led them to a win. Um, I guess is Chase Daniel going to be on the waiver wire? I yeah, I definitely going to put him on there. I actually think that this team has a better chance of winning with him behind center. They actually were able yeah. to, you know, obviously his stats don't really say too, too much about it. He did throw a touchdown, 195 yards, but they were moving the ball. Yeah, right? they were. Where, They're probably the best they have besides that really shitty Washington game. Yeah, exactly, right? Like it, with Trubisky, it just seems like everything's just like a three and out, three and out, right? So, yeah, um, yeah it, it was a good game. Uh, w- with him on it, yeah, he'll definitely be an ad this week. Yeah, it was good to see that. The other really good thing to see was David Montgomery – got almost all the work 21 carries uh the next guy was Tariq Cohen with five looks like Davis is out 
of the running as a you know a handcuff or whatever he was um i think that's really good to see yeah absolutely you obviously would like to see that uh that average up a little bit for montgomery (laughs) 2.5 yards per carry is not the best but he was also a tough defense yeah oh they minnesota's a great run defense so but he was used in the passing game as well which was which was good to see he was targeted five times in that as well caught three balls Let's keep on moving to the Seattle Arizona game. How was that? That was my first ad clean. Was that was that a winner? Yeah, that was good. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I, no more about that. Um, so on the Arizona side, <laughs> I guess the biggest thing is Cal, is Cal Murray still like? Uh, I mean, people were drafting him in the middle rounds as a starting quarterback, and he's looked dreadful. We talked about this last week, and he continues to look bad. Um, an interception, 240 yard, 241 yards, no passing touchdowns. What are we doing with Kyle Murray? I I had him ranked, I think, in like the top 10 this week too. Uh, I don't know. I thought this was going to be a more high-scoring game. I thought there was going to be a lot more plays ran because, I mean, Arizona has been running the most plays, you know, over the last three weeks. Um, right. And I don't know. Uh, Murray's, it's concerning in, in my opinion. Yeah. I, I'm not going to start him if I – if I don't, if I don't have to. Yeah, no, I mean, this was, um, at home. They looked bad. Uh, the other thing I thought was kind of interesting is Arizona came out and chase Edmond was the one carrying the load. He ended up with six carries and David Johnson up with 11, but I don't know. I think that was pretty interesting. David Johnson had a great week. Um, he still had, I mean, he was really active in the passing game. He had 11 targets for hundred yards, but I don't know. I think that's kind of interesting to see that, you know, chase Edmonds kind of chipping away at David Johnson's work. Do you think that's something that we should keep track of? Maybe keep an eye on it, but uh, like they they liked him in preseason. They liked Chase Edmonds, so I'm just kind of thinking maybe they're just trying to, I don't know, try to try to maybe Johnson was struggling. I mean, Seattle does have a decent run defense. Um, maybe they're just trying to change things up a little bit. But like you said, yeah. his uh, David Johnson's uh, passing game was great. Yeah, or rec- receiving game, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, he was the best receiver on the team. No one else had more than five targets, which is something to note. I mean, you, we had a Christian Kirk and uh, Keyshawn Johnson Jr. Um, you know, they were hitting it up early in the season, but they both had uh, under five targets. Um, on the Seattle Seahawks side, I guess the biggest thing of note is Chris Carson did not fumble the ball. Thank God. Um, <laughs> right? He, he looked okay. 22, um, 22 carry, uh, carries for 104 yards. Disley keeps it going, man. He is their like number two receiver over there. DK Metcalf has uh, lost it. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing with Disley now too. With uh, them trading Nick Vanette to the Steelers earlier on in the week, he yeah. has nobody behind him. Like Luke Wilson's the next guy up there behind him, but eight targets uh, for Disley, seven catches for fifty-seven yards and another touchdown. So, I think he's a. Uh, I think he'll be a. He's a tight end one moving forward. Yeah, I don't disagree with you on that one. Um, would you have Disley ranked higher than Hooper? Just throwing some names out there. I'm just curious. Uh, you know what? I not right now because two weeks in a row Hooper's been a monster. So yeah, uh, I I don't think I would have him ahead of Hooper yet, but it's All close. Right. Well, I get. Uh, well, let me just talk about this for one second. So we have. I'm gonna give you some names. You tell me where to stop and where you're gonna put Disley. Okay. Let's start with uh, Kittle, no. Kelsey. Okay, go keep going. Ingram. Hooper. Um uh Whaler. Um 
I, who else is going to be in that? Re- is it going? It's is that where I uh, would say right, right about there is where I would where I would I, slot Disley in. Yeah, Disley. I was going to say maybe maybe Olsen, but no, no I, I think, think yeah, that. I think yeah, he's definitely he's definitely above Olsen for sure. Yeah, I think that I don't know. You tell me if I'm wrong. I feel like there's more of a the tier one of tight ends has kind of grown dramatically because <laughs> we have right now we have six really good tight ends that I do not know who to start over. Like I I have. You know, Whaler was a free agent. Um, Disley was a free agent. You own them both. Like, I don't know who to start because they're both performing so well right now. I actually started bo- I have both of them, and I started both of them in, in one league, and it paid off for me today. Uh, the other name, I guess Mark Andrews is the other guy I was going to say. Yeah, so, yeah, I was just, I'm just kind of looking at a list of, of all the tight ends right now, too. Yeah, so, like, the guys ahead of him would be Kelsey Kittle, Ertz, Andrews. Ertz, yeah. Hooper and then probably and Waller and then it would be then I would slot uh, Disley in. I would put Disley above Andrews. Uh, I don't know. He's he's been up and down. I mean, he started off really hot, but he hasn't been, you know, the shit as yeah. re- as of recently. Yeah, and as far as uh, yeah, that's just that's the tight end position though, right? Like, I mean, that's why everyone yeah. streams tight ends. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so let's move on to the Giants. And the Redskins, the Giants are officially 500. Um, Daniel Jones looked okay. Um, he, he did have two interceptions. Um, I guess the biggest thing about Daniel Jones that I didn't expect was his mobility. Five carries, 33 yards. He's doing a lot of work, and that made up for the t- for the interception. So that's really nice to see. Yeah, it, it was this. Uh, the Giants' defense was legit today. They uh, yeah. they they really stepped up. Uh, I mean, they, they were going against uh, obviously Haskins, which we'll talk about when we talk about the Redskins. But yeah, it was Daniel Jones looked uh, competent, and I think he's shocks me at the beginning of the year when we were talking about Eli running the show. I don't I don't think they would be a 500 team right now with Eli Manning behind center. No, not at all. Um, and I guess the other big thing of note is Wayne Galliman is a proxy of Saquon Barkley, at least against you know mediocre teams. He went off for – not off. He had 63 yards, a touchdown, and he also had 55 yards and a touchdown in the receiving game. Um, Ingram was the guy that suffered the most with that. He had he only had 54 yards. But, I mean, if I guess you're firing up uh, Wayne Gallum. You think he's going to be ranked in your top 24? I, th- I, I think he has to uh, just because of the usage. Um, and, like, the guys that use their – their priority on him because everyone there was talk about them trying to maybe go out and sign somebody but yeah. like i said uh before like in my waiver wire article like galman coming into this game before last week before he got his five carries but coming into that game he had a 4.1 average so he anytime he he had to step up he did and exactly. it's going to be they're going to use them just as much as they well i mean maybe not just as much as barkley but in the same situations as they would Barkley and right. I think he proved that he could basically carry the load until Barkley does come back yep I agree uh, and just something to note um, Hillman Hilliaman is the uh, I guess the handcuff to the handcuff yeah um, I always like to see who's like you know if Wayne Galliman doesn't show up eventually like he's the next guy up and he looked okay 10 ca- 10 carries 33 yards he didn't look great but um, I originally thought it was gonna be Elijah Penny but it is Hill- Hilliaman which is something to note if you are in a deep, deep league, he's probably the guy to own. Um, on the Redskins side, well, let's Case just, Keenum. One one thing to say real quick. So come, I believe it's next week now. Do they not get uh, Golden Tate's back, isn't he? 
Yeah, he's back, yeah. So, I mean, that's just going to be another weapon for Daniel Jones to throw the ball to as well. So, I think it, what's I think that might hurt Ingram even more. Yeah, I agree I, with that. Because I think Sterling Shepard, 7 for 76 today, I think he has his role. And I think Tate's going to step in there as that wide receiver one. And then I think Ingram's going to be like the fourth, the fourth option on this team now. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. Um, yeah, his value, I mean, if you have him, I think maybe he's a sell high. If you can get someone like Whaler, I don't think Whaler's value is going to go anywhere. Um, so that's just something to know. You could probably get Whaler and something else because Ingram is currently the number one tight end in the NFL, in fantasy football at least. Yeah, he's a beast. Um, so And oh, it's, over- it's Waller, by the way. Waller? Wait. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> People, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. I'm a piece of shit. I had um, to listen to it again. I'm like, no, you've wait. said that like five times. Whaler. Yep, it's yep. Waller. Yeah, no, I done <laughs> fucked up. Um, so on the Redskins side, uh, Case Keenum did get benched. Dwayne Haskins was horrendous. Um, I guess that's the biggest note. There isn't really anything to talk about on the Redskins side. They look bad. Uh, Terry McLaren was not active. Um, so that's all I'll say about the Redskins, unless you want to add something else. I just talk about Haskins real quick. He looked like a rookie. Three picks today. Yeah. But you can kind of... You know what? Give it a week before I can. You can say that this kid's not really an NFL. Right. You know what I mean? If Give, they go with him, yeah. He's not. I mean, clearly he's not ready. I, I, no. I mean, they, Keenum was struggling, so I don't know if they'll throw Haskins back out there next week. Yeah, and I'm he wondering. Didn't go out there and light the world on fire. I'm <laughs> wondering if they if uh, if the coach threw him in there, thinking that the Giants' defense, you know, are beatable, and yeah, he just yeah, Haskins just looked gross. It was. Uh, pretty much piss poor game planning um on everyone's end over there <laughs> holy shit we um, need to talk about this buccaneers rams game my god i know it's going on right now and i'm like what the fuck Jesus. i kind of want to stop this podcast yeah. and watch it um <laughs> yeah they're going off uh so we'll skim through the chargers really quick the chargers looked okay dolphins are looking better i think they're going to get a win eventually i mean they're lost 3 10 so they're getting closer to the uh margin there i guess the only guy that's really worth owning on the dolphins is Kenyon drake and ppr because he is being act he's being used in the receiving game five targets um i think that's about it with the dolphins anything else you want to add to that uh the only thing what's your take on preston williams that's like back-to-back weeks he's had he's been the most targeted targeted he looks good man yeah I, the josh rosen to preston williams connection is real um, and definitely a dynasty league or a keeper league, he's definitely worth rostering if you have the bench for it. Um, yeah, I like him a lot. I don't, I don't want to bring him up too much because I don't want to be a, a homer because I do love the Dolphins. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, is he going to be in a waiver wire column? I think he's going to make it this week. I've been trying to hold off the last two weeks on him, but I think he's at that point now where he's, especially with all these bye weeks that are going to be start coming up, where more than you know, two teams are, are are on by i think he's a perfect perfect streamer week to week yeah i don't disagree with you um it's gonna be i mean the Dolphins' schedule does ease up i mean they've played some incredible teams up until now not incredible but i mean chargers ravens patriots cowboys i mean they're all playoff bound teams that are gonna make a run so the Dolphins' schedule is gonna get easier i don't expect them to you know light the world on fire they'll get a win here and maybe there so um, over on the Chargers side, Melvin Gordon was active for the game. He did not – I don't even think he played a snap. He was just there for an emergency role. Um, there isn't too much to note, especially when you're playing the Dolphins. They just kind of – Dontrell Evan was the best receiver today. I don't believe that. He's not going to be on your waiver wire, is he? No. Okay. No, because yeah. – uh, well, my, Mike Williams was out, so hopefully he's back next week. 
And I just think that it was just an it was an odd game for like an off game for a guy like Keenan Allen too, right? Yeah, like exactly. only. I mean, five- we have one of the best uh, corners in the game, so I mean, of course he's not going to be you know great. Yeah. And actually, I did read a stat that this is the first time that the Chargers have beat the Dolphins in eight games. Yeah, the Dolphins and the Chargers play hard for yeah. some reason. <laughs> I don't really understand it. Um, I didn't. I, I didn't expect us to win, but I'm glad we kind of showed up. It wasn't the biggest blowout of the week, <laughs> which yeah, is exactly. nice. <laughs> Um, so let's move on to the Colts and the Raiders. Uh, the Raiders. Can I stop I think, you for one second? What do you yeah. do with What do you do with Eckler now that uh, Gordon will be is back and will be back to his normal role next week? In my opinion, you kind of I think you stash Eckler and um, try and trade him to the Gordon owner, or you hold on to Eckler. I, I don't know what you do with Eckler to be honest. I mean, if I own him, I might hold on to him because. Gordon does have a tendency to get injured. We know that about him. And he didn't play in the he hasn't really been training with the team. And I have a strong opinion about running backs who don't train with the team in the preseason. They tend to get injured throughout the season. I think Ezekiel Elliott is the exception to that rule. Um, so I think you, maybe I guess, I guess I talked myself into holding on to him. What about you? I would do the same and just kind of base it on matchups as well. Like I would like to see this usage once. Give it like two, three games. I want to see the usage that that Eckler is going to get. I still think he's going to get, you know, 10 to 12 touches a game. Right. So, I mean, I, I would hang on to him and see, and then possibly, you know, he could, he could fill in. He's, he's one of those guys. that's like a perfect flex option. He is, he is, he's exactly what you just, yeah, he is good as a flex for desperate and especially for bye weeks coming up. He will be useful in that, in that way, at least. Um, so let's move on to the Colts and the Raiders. Like I said, they got, they stunned the Colts. Um, I the Raiders just got off to a really fast start, to be yeah. honest. Um, and they just never caught up. The Colts did. So on the Colts side, uh, Mac did leave the game with an injury. T.Y. Hilton was also not active for this game. Um, I guess that's there's not really much to note. Paris Campbell looked good. Zach Pascal was a wide receiver. Who would have thought that would have uh, you know been the guy to own it with the Colts? But whatever. Not really. Pa- Pascal, it's two, ga- two straight games now that he's been productive, but I still, I'm not buying into it. I was, I'll still, uh, I'll still go after Paris Campbell before I go after Zach Pascal because yeah, I mean I th- the, the targets were there for Campbell. Yep. Yeah. And as far um, as with, with Mac being down, I think Jordan Wilkins, uh, will be in consideration for my waiver article next week. He does get injured a lot. Yeah. And it's just a matter of time. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. So just kind of see. I don't, I don't know what the – actually, I didn't even know he did get injured. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know the severity, but he definitely did not finish that game. Um, I do will – just to note this, uh, JJ did visit the Colts this season, hmm. this preseason. I think that's the only visit he made um, before they signed Special Wear. JJ is now healthy and ready to play. So if the Mac injury is serious, I would not be shocked to see him resurface here. Well, he'll be re- um, he has to resurface in the next couple of weeks. He has to be, but the way that some of these running backs are struggling and hurt. Yeah, exactly. So on the Raiders side, Jacobs looked fine. He's an RB two going forward. Um, and Whaler looked Waller, great. Waller, 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 Waller. I guess I'm just reading it wrong, but it, 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 it it's W A L L E R. What would it be for Whaler? I don't. know. Would that be like W A I? W A L L I E R? Yeah, something like that. No, I'd be like Wallier. I don't know, man. It's Waller, not Whaler. 
fine. That's fine. <laughs> Whatever. I'm going to hear about this tomorrow on a Facebook group from you guys. <laughs> um, uh, there's not much to note. The Oakland Raiders just got lucky, in my opinion. I don't know if you want to add any more, anything more to that. They're not a good team. They're not going to make the playoffs. No. And, uh, uh, it was interesting. To say, Terrell Williams is their I, – I, I think he's their number two like option behind uh, Waller for sure. Yep, uh, I agree with that. So let's move on to the Carolina Panthers and the Houston Texans. Somehow, Kyle Allen uh, defeated the Houston Texans to take the Panthers to 2-2. Two and two. Christian McCaffrey carried that team all on his own. 10 targets, 10 receptions, 86 yards, and 93 yards. He looked amazing. He's he's in consideration for, like, has to be number one running back. If this continues, he will be... Yeah, not, especially in PPR. Yeah, like, there, there's no one that's this good right now. Yeah, he will single-handedly in PPR win you a week. Yeah, when he plays like this. Oh, for sure. And you don't trade him. You can't do. Any, there's nothing that will. You can't get value back for what he's doing right now in the NFL. Um, again, this is another week that DJ Moore has outplayed Curtis Samuel. Right now, he's four zero. I think there was a lot of uh, people were picking Curtis Samuel over DJ Moore, but somehow he continues to be just as good as Curtis Samuel. Um, especially with less targets, so it, which is nice to see. I want to throw that out there. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm I'm on more on the Samuel side as well, but yeah, like you said, that's week to week that he's put up more yardage at least. Yeah. So and just yeah. wait and see. This is what you're going to see every week. I think you're just going to see all these receivers get targeted and from Allen, and just you never know who's going to it's be, ugly. be the guy. Oh yeah, it's very ugly. I mean, this the Texans defense is not good against the pass and. Kyle Allen looked okay, I guess, but I mean, you expected more. Cam Newton, you would have expected a lot more from him. Um, so on the Texans side, I guess the biggest thing I want to say is, are you worried about DeAndre Hopkins? I'm worried about this team in general. This is like my, this is my team, right? You, you're Dolphins yeah. fan, I'm a Texans fan. <laughs> like, how about give Watson some help? Like, this O line is horrendous. Six yeah. sa- six sacks again today. I mean his yardage 160 yards and no touchdowns which is odd of him you know what i mean he was under pressure all day and yeah Yeah. hopkins five for 41 that's it i'm not sure what's happening with this team i don't know if it's a product of maybe watson not being 100 percent. he was limping a few times in this game so yeah i'm not sure hopkins needs to find ways to get open like he's he's the best in my opinion the best receiver in the nfl and he's just not doing it for me right now <laughs> no he's not it's not pretty at all um yeah i it's kind of weird you see like i'm watching the game and Tunsil's getting flagged a lot over there mm-hmm. i don't know if he's comfortable over there at all yet yeah that's gonna t- it's gonna take time but yeah you gotta get that figured out soon yeah so let's talk about the chiefs and the lions somehow i'm shocked the lions stayed in this game and they could have won it very easily um, but Mahomes had his first off day of his career. He didn't get a touchdown on his own, but LaShawn McCoy and Daryl Williams looked good um, together. Um, they both got three touchdowns together. There isn't really much to note. Uh, it was a bad gate day for Denar Robinson, which you could expect. You know, they're boom bust and uh, Hardman. So, yeah, you know, Watkins looked fine. I threw it down in one in our chat. Uh, I was is, is Hardman droppable? And John stepped up and was like, nope. Definitely. It's just one of those odd games, and it definitely was. Like, I, outside of Kelsey, that's regular production you see, but nobody else really stepped up at all. 
No, no. They won the game, but it was, let's just thank Kelsey for that one because he looked good. Um, Everyone else was just mediocre at best. Um, Over on the Lions side, uh, Kenny Galladay and Kerryon Johnson looked fantastic. Galladay's Um, legit, should have had three touchdowns. That one catch that he did have that he was, didn't cut, well, came down with it, but stepped out of bounds. It was a sweet catch. I was getting worried about Kenny Galladay up until this game. I I guess I'm still kind of worried about him, but. Um, I mean, finally he put together a good game because he's looked kind of rough. I think he's been like a wide receiver three up until now. So this, I'm glad to see he finally uh, got it together and maybe he can keep this going. But he, yeah, he wasn't looking great up until this week. Yeah, and carry on his uh, kind of his breakout game kind of thing. 26 rushes for 125. Now these guys, the the Lions are on bye next week. So, you know, if there is any health concerns, at least they got, you know, a week off now to to yeah. get everybody fixed, especially Hawkinson. <laughs> yeah, he, no, yeah. I, he, that injury. He's not like she, that injury looked brutal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was I was um, shocked. I don't even know how he even got up. Yeah, I see a tweet like at least he's moving his fingers or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's move on to the Browns and the Ravens. I guess this is kind of another shocker. The Browns demolished the Ravens. Because um, they they look they look good and it wouldn't surprise me if it came out that uh, that Mayfield uh, called the called the plays in this one just oh, by really? just, oh just by looking at it looking at how much he used Landry like because he's comfortable yeah. with Landry right like they they played to they played great together last year and you yeah. could just tell the comfort comfort level between Mayfield and Landry compared to a guy like Odell Beckham. And I imagine sure. Odell Beckham's just livid right now. Maybe. He's not a team player, that's for sure. <laughs> Definitely not. So and then Nick Nick Chubb went off for, for 165 yards and three touchdowns today as well. So that was huge yeah. for him. Did not expect that. Nope, neither did I, but I'm very happy because I have him in our dynasty league. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely uh put it together for you this week. <laughs> Um, so moving on down, Ricky Seals Jr. filled in very well for Ninjaku. Like, I don't know if he's worth the waiver wire ad, but he only had three targets, but it was for 82 yards and a touchdown. I mean, I think it's important that you say that. Like, that's I think Ninjaku is not a good NFL football player. No, and Seals Jones has has been good, but it's a product of just being on shitty teams, right? Like he was with uh, he was with Arians in Arizona. Remember yeah. that, and he barely used. Yep. I mean, he he was like uh, like a boomer bust guy too, right? Touchdown independent, uh, independent touchdown dependent uh, tight end. But at the same time, uh, I'll, I'll look at it for sure. I don't know what his usage was uh, last week. I don't think if any. Right. So I mean, yeah, last week he was only targeted. He had one reception for fourteen yards. So I might want to just sit tight, maybe for one more week, and just see see moving forward. Right. I mean, if you're desperate, like I, it's a dart throw. It's just nice to see that he is like, you know, performing at that high level, which we haven't seen in a while. Um, So uh, I guess Odell Beckham didn't do jack shit. Uh, seven targets, 20 yards with two catches. Um, I personally, like I had a conversation with John directly. He has Odell Beckham uh, ahead of Mike Evans. I think this week it's kind of showing that it's Mike Evans over Odell Beckham. Like, is he borderline like, wide receiver two going forward like he's had one good game and not much besides that yeah no he's been brutal last uh well not not brutal but Evans is by far the better the better receiver right now 
Yeah. And I think it's something to to be concerned about. I don't think I don't think you can have Odell Beckham as that for sure wide receiver one week to week, right? Exactly. Yeah. I would be I'm nervous if I drafted him as my number one wide receiver and uncomfortable. I mean him and Hopkins are both like, What the fuck, guys? Well, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I like that segment. Uh, or what, yeah. what, what's that say? <laughs> what the fuck, guys? Yeah. <laughs> um so Lamar Jackson has come back down to earth he's still good but he is in um patrick mahomes level i guess he's outperforming patrick Mahomes this week but he's not like he he's not lighting the world on fire um, no it's it's it's, I, it's not concerning but what's concerning is the fact that why can he only play one half of football yeah right you know like he did shit again in the first first half and like i just had i just made that deal with john in in dynasty right lamar jackson i mean i got i think the better end of it but he got yeah. Mahomes from me. I got Jackson, Cooper Cup, and Christian Kirk, right? So, yeah. Yeah, but every week he's – first half he's does nothing, and then the second half he finally decides, to, oh, shit, I'm going to throw the ball, throw some touchdowns, run some. Right. Like, yeah, just keep things simple, man. Just go with what's working and just don't change anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I don't disagree with you. Uh, Mark Ingram came back crashing to earth. I think he's a solid RB2 with a chance of being a big player, but this is what you should expect from him, really. I mean, the game got out of hand, I think, but – I mean, 71 yards with, you know, 12 to 20 carries here and there. I think that's what you should expect from Mark Ingram. I don't think if you own Mark Ingram and someone's offering you like Kyrion Johnson and something else, you take that offer. I think Mark Ingram is just an RB2. Yeah, I agree with that. I still think he's going to be, he'll, he'll be productive and that's what it, he'll, he'll pay off um, as like an RB2. You can't consider him as your like RB1, like you said. Right, exactly. Um, so with the receivers, it's kind of crazy. You look at the numbers, they're kind of deceiving. You see Brown getting seven targets. You see Andrews getting eight targets. But I just feel like Lamar Jackson isn't the most accurate quarterback in the NFL. So those are not, you know, necessarily good throws and good chances that they're going to become receptions. Yeah, it's it's going to be concerning. Like, you're never going to know. Like, I think I think you're always going to be able to start – like Mark Andrews as your tight end, just like I said, because of that position. But as far as like Marquise Brown, that's something to keep an eye on moving forward. I it's mean, back you saw, back weeks. Yeah, you saw Miles Boykin get get involved in this one, but like I wouldn't add him. So yeah. it's just yeah, I don't know. Willie Sneed caught that one long touchdown, fifty uh, yard touchdown, but I uh, like same thing. I wouldn't buy into that. I'm not chasing no. that. So not at all. Um, so let's move on to the Titans and the Falcons. Uh, the Falcons got demolished by the Titans. They had a longer time to set up for this game and they showed up. <laughs> they suck. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. Jesus. Devontae Freeman, I guess, is the guy that I'm most concerned about. I guess he did play a lot in the passing game and they were down by a lot. But Jesus Christ, 28 yards is not what you want to see from a guy you're expecting to be like an RB1-2. Like, that's not good. And he's been consistently bad minus last week. Yeah, he he hasn't had a decent like yeah outside of last week he hasn't had a decent game. Um, the one the, it's the the receiving game right now is where I'm concerned with big time. Like I mean even with Matt Ryan throwing for almost 400 yards, Austin Hooper whatever granted 130, but like the usage of Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley is crazy. You you yeah. would think it's still yeah. like Sarkeesian making uh, calling plays down there, right? But it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I guess it's kind of weird to see Sanu with 12 targets. Yeah. Maybe it was just a game. Maybe the Titans were playing that tight against Ridley and Jones, but fuck. Like, well, that's... The, yeah, the Titans D is pretty good, but you would still think uh, you, you've you seen Jones 
play a lot better corners and demolish them, right? So I'm not sure if exactly. it was just a lot of double coverage or what, but wow. Yeah. Um, so on the Titans side, A.J. Brown went from a donut last week to uh, 94 yards and two touchdowns. Um, I don't know if I'm starting him, but I'm definitely considering picking him up if he's available. Yeah and no. I, I'm still – he was only targeted three times, right? So right. granted, he caught his three th- – two of two of those catches were touchdowns. But as much as this is like bothers me to say, like Corey Davis actually looked decent. I hate Corey Davis so I know. much. I don't even want to talk about it. I know you do. I but, but the thing is, is he did score a touchdown in this one. He was the most targeted on this team. That might be somebody – I would I would have to see more out of a, uh, AJ Brown I think in order to right. to get him on there because you've seen Corey Davis not have the best games but be involved week to week at least right right exactly no I don't disagree that's the problem with the burners I mean that's what AJ Brown is he could and he could not do something I'll um, put I'll put him on the waiver wire but I, I would never add him but yeah no <laughs> I, I don't know if he's worth it but uh, I guess. Mariota, 18 for 27, no interceptions, but he continues, I feel like, to struggle. I think this was more of a defensive play, but Mariota, that's not, those aren't numbers you want to see. I, I do see him getting benched in the future. I don't think he's going to finish as the starting quarterback of the Titans. He's not, a, he's not good. No, he, he's terrible. He's, this is a product <laughs> of a shitty defense with the Falcons. Yeah, exactly. Um, so are we good to move on to the Bills and the Patriots? Yeah, let's do it. This, I actually right. watched this game. It was awesome. Nice. Uh, so you know that Josh Allen left with a concussion. Yeah, bad hit, like terrible, terrible yeah. hit on him. Like I, he was knocked out cold, I believe. That sucks. Yeah, and so I mean, I, I had he stayed in this game, I think they would, you would have seen the Bills undefeated right now. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. Uh, Barkley threw a pretty costly interception. <laughs> That's too. Uh, you know, I saw two of those where. <laughs> They were both th- like, like it was Barkley. I can't remember. Oh, it was I think maybe it was just it was Goff in this last game. Just yeah. before he throws, he gets hit and it just goes literally straight up in the air. Oh. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. I'm kind of wondering like if I'm why is nobody on the the Bills trying to just knock that down somehow? Everyone right? the guy just stands there and catches it. Rough. It, yeah. Yeah. It sucks. That that's um, so- what that's what killed them in this game though was that one pick. So. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't help that Allen threw three as well. So let's. He started out. He started out very slow. Very yeah, slow. The, yeah. It was a yeah. It was a rough start for them for sure. Um. So the, I guess the biggest thing to note is Frank Gore was the only guy to carry the ball the entire game. Uh, T.J. Yeldon did not receive a carry, uh, which I think is kind of crazy. You know, just change it up a little bit, guys. I don't know, but um. Can uh, Gore's, so, Gore's the man? He's huh? the man. Another hundred nine yards. Yeah, he he's actually. A beast. Didn't he? I believe it was he, fifteen thousand yard mark. I believe. Oh shit! After today's really? game, yeah. That's impressive. Yeah, and it was early on in the game too. So. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so over on the Patriots side, uh, Brady came back down to earth. But the, I guess the biggest thing to know is Sonny Michelle received almost all the work. Um, he did. He didn't do a lot with it. It was against the Bills, which is a tough defense. Um, but it is nice to see that he got all the work. Uh, Burkhead did not do jack shit. So that's really great to see. Bolden did leave with touchdown, so that's the, you know, the shitty part. But um, I don't know. I think it's something big to note that, you know, do not lose faith on Sonny Michelle. I, I think it was just game flow that they decided to go with. Uh, there was reports that Michelle was going to get all the work pretty much, and he did. I, yeah, I, I did hear that, 
But at the same time, you would think that Burkhead would be would would have been added. You know what I mean? Or would be would have been used a little bit more. Like, can you add? Can I add Belichick to that? Fuck that guy segment or whatever. Because yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's no. week to week. You fucking yeah. don't know what's going on with, with no, this if, running game, right? Exactly. I mean, I don't know what to do with Sonny Michelle. Like, I own him, and like, I literally got him in almost every league because of where he was falling in drafts, and now I know why he was falling that far. Um, he was used so greatly last year, but this year it's like, what the fuck am I gonna do with him? Um, yeah, I don't know if he's worth starting moving forward, but uh, it, it is noting like, you know, if this happens again next week, then I guess maybe we can put him back in the RB two category. You know, right now he's just a flex going forward. But I th- until we what, see this happen again, what I think is happening though is they're playing when they're in games where they're close. Like I think he's going to get he's going to get the run of it, right? But when they're getting in games with blowout games, which ninety time nine times out of ten they're going to be, that's when you start to see guys like Burkhead. It's like they're trying to rest Michelle. Yeah, that's yeah. my my opinion, right? Like like James White's still going to get his. We know what his role is moving forward, and I just think um, Sony Michelle's role is just going to be based on like game flow. If it's a tight game, they're going to run him out there, and if it's a blowout game, they're why why risk him? Let's just save him for. You know, hopefully he can split, play the year out, right? Yeah, exactly. I do not disagree with you on that one. Um, so let's move on. I guess we'll talk about Thursday night game before we get to the uh, Tampa Bay game. Uh, Packers lost to the Eagles. For me, the biggest thing to know is Jamal Williams got demolished in a hit, and it was a really bad concussion that he got. Um, but Aaron Rodgers looked like Aaron Rodgers finally. I mean, 422 yards, two touchdowns and 46 rushing like I'm glad he finally showed up like it's about goddamn time (laughs) yeah it it was a good game it was good to see um the still not sure about the run game in this one though (laughs) like they just don't have a run game Aaron Jones isn't being used in that run game too much he was used in the the passing game which was good right but I still think that I mean Rodgers did throw 53 times but my I think what needs to what they need to do is to establish, they need to concentrate on establishing that run, that run game. Yeah. yeah, consistently, so that people like teams don't just <laughs> play, you know, single coverage or whatever on these guys, right? Yeah, I do not disagree with you on that one. Um, so Devonte Adams did leave this game with a turf toe. They say it's not serious. Um, there was whirlwind that it could be serious, but it's nice to see that it's not. He did leave with 180 yards uh, on 10 um, receptions. So. If it's serious, are you elevating Geronimo Allison to like a wide receiver two territory? Or what are we doing? I think yeah, you have to out of the out of him and MBS. I think they're going to be the ones that'll benefit most. Um, and fuck Jimmy Graham, I dropped him before this game because I wasn't yeah, sure right? about him. And fuck, he goes off. Yeah. So yeah, fuck I that guy. Two donuts back to back. Fuck that. He could join that one. Fuck. The- <laughs> Those guys are going to be so mad. We're taking their uh, their segment from them. <laughs> Who's who? Whose segment is, is that? I think that's uh, I believe Britos, Britos and is Dales. It? Yeah, they talk about oh. it all the time. Oh, I, I don't. I, whenever it's Brito and Dale, I do not listen. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> they they have they provide great fantasy football advice. Do not. Uh, discount that <laughs> um and it's not that good All right. sundays are better um so uh i guess howard showed up in this game i don't know if it was just because he's played the packers so much or what but he definitely outperformed uh miles sanders today on that on thursday <laughs> or are they um, possibly are you, maybe lining him up to trade him you know I, I mean? you think that's possible I, that, maybe because i still think like they, they're still splitting like 50 50 
pretty much, yeah. right? Like uh, Howard had well led led in led in carries, and he did have the the two touchdowns. But I don't know, po- possibly like I did hear. Well, I don't know if he. I don't think he'd be involved in this one. But did you hear that uh, Jalen Ramsey? There was apparently a deal on the table for like Ertz and some picks for Ramsey, but nothing ever came about it. So I don't know if Ooh. that's a thing, but that'd be ha- interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I'd unless this is how it's going to be be the the rest of the the rest of the year is just going to be a split backfield, but. It, I don't know. I, th- I like Sanders more. I just think it was just like a game flow thing with Howard. I think he was just rolling and they just led with the hot hand. Yeah, I don't disagree with that one. I was kind of, uh, I don't know. It's nice to see that Howard's still alive and I do not think he, uh, do, I would not discount the idea of him being traded is what I was trying to say. Yeah. Um, Miles Sanders, I think, is the most uh, capable back back there. He is better receiver as well. Um, so let's move on to the Buccaneers and the Rams. The best game of the week. Who would have fucking thought? It's um, <laughs> crazy. They're just monster amount of fantasy points in this game. Yeah. And you know who looked good back-to-back weeks? And I'm really happy to see James. Ronald fucking Jones. Oh, yeah. Jones looked good. Jameis Winston, though, came is coming, starting to look like uh, the guy Winston. that we thought. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's really nice to see. I mean, they got off to a really fucking fast, fast start. Uh, Godwin, oh my God, he had like 130 yards before the half. Um, he kind of slowed down, but uh, still 172 yards and two touchdowns. I don't know who's better. I think Godwin, I think Evans is a better wide receiver, but I think Godwin just has that trust with Winston. Um, I think going uh, forward, I might have Godwin ranked higher than Evans. Yeah, I'm in this one league with my kid and his friends, and I was struggling for for a running back and I had both Godwin and Evans and this kid's like yeah which one I'll take whatever one and they'll give me David Montgomery I'm like hey I needed a running back because I'm struggling big time so yeah I give him fucking Godwin and he goes off today (laughs) and I'm going to lose again in that league (laughs) but yeah no I Godwin and he is he he was my favorite receiver moving us to start the year and just yeah I don't know it's week to week you just don't know what those two which guy's going to going to blow yeah. up i think they're like what thielen and Diggs were last year they both borderline wide receiver ones um i think evans has the bigger playability it doesn't show off in this game he did have that 67 62 yard reception for a touchdown um which is nice to note but uh yeah i think godwin's more reliable ppr especially like the more reliable guy that you want to own uh, 14 targets evans seven which is big um are you buying into ronald jones is he an rb2 like, do can I say yes? He's an RB two now. Nineteen carries today. You kind of, you kind of have to. I would think, like not nine. Yeah. Like that's that's twenty carries is what you want to see out of, out of your you know RB one. Like definitely RB one, RB two, two. And if that's what he's getting, and it was against a good. I mean, well, it didn't show today a good defense, but you, you I, th- I think you got to roll with him now. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just want to say this. I love Ronald Jones. I have been on his train. I've traded for him. I traded Landry for Ronald Jones, and so far I feel like it's been a good trade. Um, I had DJ Moore in that league, so I was, you know, I'm satisfied with my wide receiver three. Um, so, yeah, I love this guy. So on the Rams side, the team that lost, uh, Todd Gurley, five carries, 16 yards, and two touchdowns. Uh, Brown had the same kind of carries. Uh he scored touchdowns, which is what matters, and he was involved in the passing game. But 
They were down the entire game. Well, Goff threw 68 times today, 517 yards. Um, yeah, it was – I mean, yeah, when you're down as quick as they, the Rams did go down, there's no room to run in this game, right? And they're – I mean, but Gurley was active in the passing game, which was a little bit surprising to me. Yeah, heavily involved too, yeah. like not even a little – 11 targets, 7 receptions. So that's a lot. He was there. This is what you saw last year. Um so it's nice to see it this year. Uh, Woods and Cup were the guys who uh, benefited the most. Cooks got nine targets, but uh, you know didn't do nearly as much as Woods and Cup. I was kind of on the train where Woods, I think, was falling off the train, but he definitely showed up this week. Oh, he um, yeah, he was he was awesome today, and the, it it took them a while to get Cup rolling. Like Cup didn't get going for until like the second half of the game. That's crazy. Yeah. Both of them had fifteen targets like yeah. that. Yeah, that's a shit ton. <laughs> and we are going to play an over under on uh, the Monday night football game. It is versus the Bengals and the Steelers. Um, I'm going to throw a couple over-unders. Do you think Mason Rudolph throws over or under three touchdowns? Under. I, I kind of went low. That's that's not even realistic. Two touchdowns, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have it, him in a bunch of leagues, so that's I, why. I think, I think he'll throw two touchdowns, yes. Okay, all right. So I guess um, uh, would that be over? Like will he? Because that's what you're asking me, right? Yeah, I think he'll go. I think he's going to go over two touchdowns. Over two touchdowns. Okay, that's where I'm at. Okay, cool. Um, the guy who we kind of want to see get going, James Conner. Do you think he's finally going to break the uh, century mark? Yes. So over. Over. Yeah, I'll yards. take the over on that. Yeah. Are we saying passing or rushing? Uh, rushing against the Bengals defense. Yeah, and um, do you think John Ross? catches over or under two passes i'll take the over but i think it'll be like three passes yeah <laughs> i don't think he's going to do squat tomorrow but i he'll still <laughs> yeah. i still think he'll catch three balls yeah I, I don't disagree with you um okay this one's fun maybe it's not fun i don't know uh tyler boyd over or under 10 targets Ooh. i'll go the under on that I, I'll go, project. I'll project him at like. Uh, I'm taking think. the over. You might, yeah, actually, you might have to. They have nobody else on this team, and if exactly. if I'm only saying that Ross is only getting three targets, he's got to be over. So yes, yeah. take the over on that. Okay, uh, Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon over under twenty carries. Just under. I just think game flow is gonna gonna depend on that. You want to hear something crazy? Andy Dalton is was going into this week the number thirteen quarterback in fantasy football in Jeez. most of the formats I'm in. Isn't that kind of crazy? He's he was like zero for twelve going into half last week, and he's still the number thirteen quarterback. <laughs> Zach Taylor, right? Quarterback coach. Yeah, yeah. It's good to see that. Yeah. So let's do one more on Andy Dalton. Are we gonna do? Is he gonna go over or under two hundred and seventy five yards? I'll take the over. I'm going to take the over on that as well. I think that's going to do it for our uh, Sunday night games. That was actually a pretty good pace. Yeah, Clayton. we've we fired through that really quickly. Yeah, that was literally 20 minutes shorter than last week. That is fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, that was a long show last week. But yeah, no, this, this is perfect. <laughs> nice. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in. You guys have a good one. Follow us at Eat Sleep FF and Clayton at what? Kadoo Clayton at C-A-D-I-E-U-X Clayton. And I'm yes. still going to change that eventually. Yeah, please, please do. <laughs> For the Americans <laughs> who can't spell like me 
or read like me. <laughs> yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy. You rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs. Better follow the conversation with John, Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation. We doing what we like. Tune in every week. Guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts. I know you plan to be joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah. Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Woo. Uh-huh. Eat, sleep, fantasy.